Hello, welcome to the self-learning podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start discussion on Unit 17, Identity Politics in India, Caste, Religion, Language and Ethnicity. And our topic is Identity Politics in India. In India, we find that despite adoption of a liberal democratic polity after independence, communities and collective identities have remained powerful and continue to claim recognition. In fact, Bartley has shown that Indian polity has consistently tried to negotiate the allegiance to a liberal spirit and the concerns and consciousness of community. According to Bhikkhu Barak, this process has recognized a wide area of autonomous and largely self-governing community. It has sought to reconcile itself as an association of individuals and a community of communities recognizing both individuals and communities as bearer of rights. It was probably this claim for and granting of recognition of particular identities by a post-independent states of India that led many scholars to believe that a material basis for the annunciation of identity claims has been provided by the post-independent state and its structures and institutions. In other words, the state is seen as an active contributor to identity politics through the creation and maintenance of state structures which define and then recognize people in terms of certain identities. Thus, we find identity politics of various hues about in India, the most speculative however are those based on the language, religion, caste, ethnicity or tribal identity. But having said this, it would be wrong on our part to assume that each of these identity markers operate autonomously independent of the overlapping influence of the other markers. In other words, a homogeneous linguistic group may be divided by caste affiliations that may be subdivided by religious orientations or all by may be subsumed under a broader ethnic claim. Now let us discuss caste. Caste based discrimination and oppression have been a pre Nicious feature of Indian society and in the post-independence period its imbrications with politics have not only made it possible for hitherto oppressed caste groups to be accorded political freedom and recognition but has also raised consciousness about its potential as a political capital. In fact, Dipankar Gupta has poignantly 
exposed this contradiction when he elaborates the differences between the Ambedkar and Mandel Commission's view of caste. While the former designed the policy of reservations or protective discrimination to remove untouchability as an institution from the Indian social life and polity. The latter considered caste as an important political resource. Actually, the Mandal Commission can be considered the intellectual inspiration in transforming caste-based identity to an asset that may be used as a basis for security, political and economic gain. Though it can also be said that the upper caste by virtue of their predominant position were already occupying positions of strength in the political and economic system and when the Mandal heightened the consciousness of the Dalit by recognizing their disadvantage of caste identity as an advantage, the confrontation ensues. The caste system which is based on the notion of purity and pollution, hierarchy and differences has despite social mobility been oppressive towards the Shudras and the outcast who suffered the stigma of ritual impurity and lived in abject poverty, illiteracy and denial of political power. The origin of confrontation identity politics based on caste may be said to have its origin in the issue of providing the oppressed caste groups with the state support in the form of protective discrimination. This group identity based on caste that has been reinforced by the emergence of political consciousness around caste identities is institutionalized by the caste-based political parties that profess to uphold and protect the interest of specific identities including the caste. Consequently, we have the upper caste-dominated BCP, the lower caste-dominated BSP, Bahujan Samaj Party or the SP Samajwadi Party including the fact that the left parties, for example, use of caste idioms for mobilizing agricultural laborers in Andhra Pradesh elections in 1950s, have tactically followed the caste pattern to extract mileage in electoral politics. The culminative result of the politicization can be summarized by arguing that caste-based identity politics has had a dual role in Indian society and polity. It relatively democratized the caste-based Indian society but simultaneously undermined the evolution of caste-based organizations. In all, caste has become an important determinant in Indian society and politics. The new lesson of organized politics and consciousness of caste affiliations learnt by the hitherto 
despised caste groups have transformed the contours of Indian politics, where shifting caste class alliances are being encountered. The net effect of these mobilizations along caste identity have resulted not only in the empowerment of newly emerging groups but has increased the intensity of confrontation politics and possibly leading to a growing crisis of governability. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self-learning podcast.